This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, an average guy. The University of Houston's music school presents this program about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. The Dow is up. The Dow is down. Chances are that part of you rises and falls a little right along with it. That's okay. Very few fluctuations in life are so comfortingly black and white. I mean, red. The Dow Jones Industrial Average has been around since 1896, and the first thing to know is that it's two names, not one, Charles Henry Dow and Edward Davis Jones. The two journalists started a small financial news service along with another partner, Charles Bergstresser. Bergstresser was the one with the deep pockets to bankroll the new company, but was unfortunately cursed with a name too long for the letterhead. So Dow Jones it became. Charles Dow's roots were far from the world of high finance. He was born on a farm in Connecticut in 1851. He dropped out of high school with a single burning desire to be a reporter. His sheer moxie made an impression, and the Providence Journal sent him on a train trip to Leadville, Colorado, heart of the Rocky Mountain silver industry. Leadville was a boomtown. Millionaires were born in a day. Oscar Wilde lectured at the Opera House. The young Dow cavorted with tycoons and moguls, and the trip taught him everything he needed to know about finance. Sensible investing didn't always mean stocks. Then it meant bonds. Machinery and factories backed up bonds, and bonds paid a dividend. In contrast, common stocks gave you part ownership of a company, but inside information about a company's finances was strictly hush-hush. Any published news probably meant that the reporter was a new shareholder. Objective information was in short supply, and Dow set out to change that. His company's Customer's Afternoon Letter, which later became the Wall Street Journal, published stock tables, quarterly, and annual reports. It gave the lay public half a chance at making informed investments. Dow started his indices with railroad stocks. Then, in 1896, he published the first index of the so-called smokestack companies, the original Dow Dozen. It's a window into 19th century industrial America, and you can practically smell those smokestacks. American tobacco, U.S. leather, Tennessee coal and iron. Of the twelve, almost all of them produced things. Lead, cotton, sugar, rubber. The two exceptions were as novel and forward-looking then as the Internet was a century later. North American Edison Company and General Electric Corporation. GE is the only company from the original twelve still in the Dow. The first Dow average was literally that. He added up the twelve stock prices and divided by twelve. It started at, are you ready, 41. Today's index is calculated in a similar way. It contains only 30 large blue-chip companies, less than 1% of the 2,800 or so stocks listed on the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ. So Dow's barometer of our economic weather is a small one, but the one to which our eyes always seem to turn. Well, it's been three and a half minutes now. Shall we check again? I'm Roger Caza at the University of Houston, where we're interested in the way inventive minds work. Mm-hmm.